You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. LFG. 29 centimeters on the snow ruler this morning fell overnight. It looks an absolute mess to look at on the webcam, but yeah, let's call it 30 centimeters. In fact, what, 36 in the past 24 hours? Yeah, and yesterday afternoon skied really well too. It was grippy. Um, yeah, super pumped about this. When I left the movies last night at 10.30, I checked the freezing level because sure enough, it was raining in the valley and it was just around freezing at Pig Alley. But Pig Alley this morning is at minus two. So yeah, we're in better stead to ride this 30 centimeters of fresh. Oh yeah, I'm pumped. And I'm sure you are too. I'm still having a look at the webcams here to see if people are already gathering at the base. I'm going to hustle here to make sure I'm there early. Uh, visibility wise, uh, what with today being the wolf moon, the micro moon, the first full moon, of the new year. Uh, really good visibility around the rendezvous, actually, looking out there, but still some cloud lingering, what with periods of snow due to end uh, by noon today, and then a mainly cloudy day expected, with tonight some more snow redeveloping, but less snow there forecast. Uh, I mean, we, we didn't know what was going to fall, did we? It was like 5 to 15, all hoping for the best, and 29 centimeters. LFG, I'm excited. So freezing level is due to rise today uh, with these really strong winds from the southwest, southeast, like they're, yeah, 100 plus kilometer winds in the high alpine at the Horseman Hut, as well as the peak of Whistler. And they have been since, yeah, yesterday afternoon. In fact, over 140 Ks yesterday afternoon around 5 p.m. sunset. A little beforehand at the Horseman Hut, but they did shut Seventh Heaven and Peak Chair early, yeah, around 1 p.m. due to those high winds, and they are still blustering in the high alpine. So, tree line is going to be your friend today. And even in around the rendezvous and roundhouse, you've got winds of like 50 to 70 kilometers per hour. So yeah, expect it to be blustery, feel like a stormy day, but better visibility this morning before it clouds over. We get a redevelopment of some snow tonight, but that snow really kind of eased off at like 1 a.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But great visibility around the rendezvous right now. So be a bit of a mixed bag, but, uh, uh, yeah, aren't you pumped? I'm pumped. Oh, yeah, there we see a couple people at the base now of Blackcomb. So, yeah, base uh, temperature right now is two point, minus 2.6, but at 7th Heaven, at Whistle Peak, minus 6. But, yeah, I don't think we'll be accessing that today at all. Lots of AVI work to be done with those really high winds. You can bet your bottom dollar they're not going to be opening. But, well, we'll see. But, uh, what was groomed today that really stood out? Wanted to tell you about, oh yeah, uh, Jimmy's Joker was groomed today. Raven is run of the day. Those pitches with that fresh snow are going to be awesome. But depending on when they were groomed, yeah. Uh, no major standouts for grooming on Blackcomb. Springboard is run of the day. 
But I don't think the avalanche forecast was anticipating this amount of snow. So when that bulletin was drawn up yesterday at 4 p.m., it says it's predicting that the avalanche danger in Alpine, a tree line, is moderate today. I wouldn't be surprised if that changes during the day today and that gets an amendment because, yeah, I don't think anybody was expecting 30 centimetres and that storm snow could well be slabby today. Yeah, as uh, it's so fresh. So... The bulletin reads, continue to avoid high consequence terrain, of course, and features where triggering deeper layers is more likely. Avalanche activity has tapered off, but there is still a possibility of triggering large destructive avalanches. And Avalanche Canada yesterday on their Instagram, uh, yeah, just 13 hours ago, said that the snowpack right now is scary and it may be for a while. Their words. So lots going on within our snowpack. I am pumped about this fresh snow too. But make sure you're riding with friends and making sensible decisions, even inbounds right now. For Yeah, especially with some more snow coming next uh, Thursday, Friday looks really promising, actually. Fingers crossed. But yeah, for tonight, just, uh, yeah, maybe five plus centimeters forecast. And tomorrow, just flurries along with Sunday, a potential another five centimeters to accumulate from uh, from the afternoon into the night. No major accumulations uh, anticipated at this point. Then again, neither was it yesterday. But it would be wishful thinking to hope for another 29 centimeters, I think. So what does that mean for valley weather? Well, currently three degrees in the valley. It's warm. Um, yeah, that's the temperature reading uh, here. Did I say minus two at the base just recently? I did, didn't I? Sorry, it is plus two at the base uh, Yeah, in the valley right now. So um, yeah, expect warm conditions over the next couple of days in the valley too. Looking at a high of three degrees today and we're practically already there to like 2.6 above freezing. Um, yeah, where the sun rise today at 10 past 8, sunset tonight at 25 past 4, full moon tonight too, and then tomorrow's high due to be about 2 degrees, and then 1 degree on Sunday with a chance of flurries and rain showers this morning, which means that the roads are pretty slick. I'll get to that shortly. Yeah, just walking around too, that rain on top of uh, some snow and that compact ice and snow from the past couple of weeks. So just a high of two degrees forecast for tonight, plus two again tomorrow, but gets back into the minuses overnight tomorrow night, like maybe a high of minus two. Same on Sunday night, minus two. So it could be slippery. What with some refreeze after this precip that we'll be getting because we've forecast flurries or rain showers for Saturday and Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What does that mean for the roads, you ask? A recent report from this morning, from just like an hour ago, as I record this, around 6 a.m., that there was black ice around the Daisy Lake stretch to be mindful of if you're driving uh, along the sea to sky right now. Some people still perplexed at the wait at Porto Cove, and uh, I think a lot of people are sick of repeating it. It's due to rock scaling. It happens between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. with single lane alternating traffic and delayed reported yesterday of up to 40 minutes. So if you need to head to the airport between that time, then uh, yeah, get that dialed. Speaking of heading to maybe the airport or getting a night shuttle, a notification for somebody just 10 hours ago uh, about a website called Whistler Night Shuttle um, using whistlertransfer.ca and uh, wondering if that's a legit company that tried to make a booking, emailed them and called them and went straight to voicemail and part of their Latin, sorry, part of their FAQ is in Latin. Few massive red flags there. Uh, It looks like it is a scam trying to take people's money. So early days on 
that one, but I expect that story to unfold as the day progresses. But for your drive... Yeah, be careful of some slippery conditions, what with this rain on top of some compact snow in side streets for sure. So what are you going to be enjoying this weekend? Gosh, it was weird. You won't be going to the movies. Yeah, seeing the coming soon signs all blank, like leaving the theater was so eerie, just sad, hey? But uh, the Whistler Museum is still closed at the moment. Hopes to open soon. You can call ahead if you want to recheck that. Along with the fact that the Fire and Ice Show is back starting this Sunday. And it's going to be every Sunday until March 12th. So with the warm-up starting at 6.30 and the show starting at 7 p.m. as well. And if you're, uh, you know, a bit frustrated with the bus service recently, the numerous cancellations, there is a, uh, you can subscribe for daily alerts on those transit delays or cancellations from the BC Transit website for customer advisories. So, um, yeah, if you don't want to visit the website and get a text alert, you can do that. Yeah, I know um, you should be, yeah, you have to just give extra time, what with so many cancellations with them being understaffed. Yeah, shocking, understaffed after a five-month bus strike last year. Anyway, so what events are happening at the library, you might ask? Well, today being the 6th, they have their Welcome Centre Settlement Services drop-in and their multicultural meet-up between 10 and 12 p.m. at the library today. And they also have their Sea to Sky postpartum support group online between 10.30 and 12.30 today, but not a major amount of programming over the library Saturday, Sunday. They are, of course, open. And then they have a couple things coming up on Monday. I'll tell you about on Monday. Mm-hmm. Other events that you may be super stoked to uh, to participate in or rather spectate at is the Luge BC Cup that's happening at the Whistler Siding Centre this Sunday. And you can actually spectate for free for the heats and, you know, what with free parking there, um, at the upper day lots and you can, uh, it's located, if you've never been to the Whistler Siding Centre, this world-class facility, it's on the right as you exit the gondola across from parking lot eight. That's yeah, the direction you want to head. And yeah, you can spectate for free. Um, I know, do, do dress warm though. I recommend that for sure. Uh, did check the time for the monthly bird walk meet and it is 9am at the bottom of Lorimer Road uh, tomorrow. That's on the first and the third Saturday of each month. Take your binos. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you've got good weather and that rain holds off for it. Today, the hair farmers are playing at Merlin's and then tomorrow they're at Dusty's with a day off on Sunday. But unfortunately, the Dublin Gates website hasn't updated their live music. But at the Crystal Lounge, her tonight they've got Lawrence Mayer playing, but down in function, uh, yeah, Brother Twang are going to be playing at Whistler Brewing tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what time. From 5 until 8 p.m. they're set. And there's also a DJ set from uh, DJ Witness down at Coast Mountain Brewing today between 3 and 6.30. And that's for the release of their latest Golden Ale for the love of winter, which is a collab with Arcteryx. And so that launch party is happening at Coast Mountain Brewing today between 3 and 6.30 with Witness on the Decks. Yeah, tons going on this weekend. Along with the final uh, day to enjoy the latest exhibit from the Ordain Art Museum, their Out of Control 
skateboarding exhibit, the concrete art of skateboarding exhibition. And they have a closing apres actually on Sunday between 3 and 6 p.m. at Foxy Moron is going to be DJing with there'll be some art, um, an afternoon of art and drinks and music. Admission to the museum is not included and there isn't a registration required. All ages are welcome. That will be this Sunday, 3 till 6 p.m. at the Ordain. Mm-hmm. I know, tons of events going on. Speaking of events, have you read the police briefs from this week? Yeah, 21 people were actually uh, uh, were caught using drugs on the village stroll the yeah, during like, uh, patrols week this week in and around New Year's Day. 17 of whom are whistle locals. Uh, yeah, not just that, like a ton of other calls actually throughout the, the day and evening of December 31st. 29, including some false alarms, mischief, collisions, bylaws, noise bylaws, and calls related to the Mental Health Act. But uh, that was just a portion of 141 files that the Whistler RCMP opened in the week spanning December 27th to January 2nd. Yeah, Um, including five collisions and uh, one theft from a vehicle. Yeah, lots of info and intel on that from Megan Lalonde's article in The Peak. If you need more intel, that's crazy. That's a lot of that's a lot of responses. Whoa. So what else is cracking that I picked up on? You might want to know a few weekends. Somebody's launched a uh, a base layer, like Alpha Sweater uh, company that they've, that they're hand-making with the name Hasumi. And I wonder what who, Hugh and Sue and... I can't remember what me stands for. Um, think of the, that name of their run being used. But uh, yeah, they're using fabric that um, uh, that uh, Arcteryx Patagonia used in some of their branding. Looks super cozy. I want a better photo of how they look because, uh, yeah, that one with the skis is uh, it's covered in bibs. I want to know what it looks like, Cast and Both, but cool venture. That's awesome. Speaking of cool, it is uh, a couple well, a couple people's birthdays coming up over the weekend, including uh, Sarah Harrison's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Sarah. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hope you have the day off, but I'm guessing you don't. <laughs> Toshia Mori's birthday is coming up as well on Sunday, along with good buddy Toshi, who, uh, yeah, I haven't seen in a while. Gosh, he shreds every day. So I hope you and Midori have a wonderful day. And then, yeah, a few more birthdays coming up at post-weekend. So I'll give them a shout out on Monday or on the radio, actually, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because I know Stinkies was packed yesterday for the Canadian World Juniors game. Uh, yeah, hockey game. And yeah, Big Kev waxing lyrical about Connor Bedard, even an article about whether Barad Inlet should be renamed after Connor Bedard right now. But uh, from Stinkies on the Stroll, some awesome throwback facts to chew on today because, you know, Wheel of Fortune debuted on this day in 1975. Yeah, I was chatting with uh, 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 a Kiwi family the other day and talking about the Wheel of Fortune and oh for awesome. And uh, yeah, it kind of went over the heads, but... On this day in 1979, the Village People's YMCA was at number one. And do you know, at its peak, it was selling over 150,000 copies a day. 
Yeah, amazing. Uh, That is something else. On this day in 1639, apparently Virginia ordered half of its tobacco crop to be destroyed to support plunging prices and to avoid an economic catastrophe. catastrophe. Uh Uh-huh, 1639. In 1973, Carly Simon's You're So Vain started a three-week run at number one. And that features, of course, backing vocals from Mick Jagger. But it wasn't until 2015 that she admitted that uh, a part of that song is about Warren Beatty, but only one verse. The other verses are apparently about some other some other lovers. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. What else uh, did you really want to know about? Well, Led Zeppelin, uh, the mayor of Boston, cancelled a Led Zeppelin concert on this day in 1975 after 2,000 fans rioted trying to buy tickets, causing like fifty to $75,000 worth of damage at Boston Garden. So they actually rescheduled for February 4th. Uh-huh. Yeah. True fact. Phil Collins was at number one with his album, But Seriously, on this day in 1990. Uh-huh. True. Yeah. All right. We've got to wrap this up so we can all get shredding. Uh, today's track of the day is what's going to be from Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs, but I feel weird about talking about a track called Blood in the Snow on a Pow Day. I feel like that's a jinx. So that'll be track of the day on Monday. So today's track of the day is from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs from New York. I've loved it for a long time. It's off their album, Cool It Down, uh, the latest release, and it's called Fleas, but spelt with the double E. Yeah, won't be using that word on Wordle anytime soon, but it's a great track. I'm really digging it. Hope you do too. And for those of you still commuting or getting around on your bike, this joke's for you. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? Well, it was too tired. <laughs> All right, I'm going to crush some to eat a bit of coffee here. I'll see you in the lift line and on the hill. Have a fantastic morning, but stay safe. Chat to you soon.